I know it's easy to just say, you know, fuck politics and, and be done with the whole pick a side game because it, it is divisive. But at a time like this, when Christians are being persecuted all over the world, when the Chinese Communist Party is on the rise, and when America is rotting from the inside out with agnostic and atheist, Marxist indoctrination, it is important that the true patriots stand beside our president, beside our constitution, and mostly beside God. If we don't, the far more violent mob will consume America and pressure politicians and companies to bend to their will. As much mob rule and rioting as we are witnessing in 2020 America, I don't believe we are looking at the true revolution. Yes, we are seeing the tip of the iceberg that is the leftist, Marxist, anti-American, anti-God movement that has been growing within our education system, sure. But the true revolution is led by a man named Donald J. Trump, and I know what you're thinking, so let me explain. America was founded on the libertarian ideas of having as little government as possible. As Peter Schiff says, when the founding fathers sought freedom, what they really wanted was freedom from government. This makes sense. Now we are seeing firsthand just how asphyxiating a big government can be on its people. The founding fathers knew this, they were geniuses. So they created a constitution to last hundreds of years. And it has for the most part. Just now are we seeing how dangerous this decade-long progressive movement really is. It is seeking to turn government into God by providing all of its citizens with everything while simultaneously owning nothing of what it distributes. Now let's just take a look back at the American Revolution, for example. The Founding Fathers were the free-thinking elites against British rule. Most elites just want to keep the corrupt status quo long enough to preserve their power, their benefits, etc., their status, whatever. The Fathers were wealthy, educated, and powerful, right? They had status, they had reputation. This made them able opponents of the British government, which ruled the colonies. Now today, there are two perceived revolutions taking place at the same time. The first is Marxism overthrowing capitalism, right? All of the leftists, uh, universities, indoctrinations, communism, all that kind of anti-American, anti-God rhetoric. Um, and the second is capitalism overthrowing crony capitalism. Crony capitalism is a corruption allowed from political leaders having too much power and then the big corporations lobbying for, for that power, for favors, right? This uh, capitalism overthrowing crony capitalism is a subtle revolution at, at, at the moment. It's led by one man in modern politics that is not a politician and has no interest in bureaucrat money because he has more than all of them combined. Donald Trump is the modern day, you know, Jefferson, all those kind of founding fathers, people who stood up against the elites, uh, the, the, the powerful government elites, against the status quo. He is that wealthy, educated, powerful elite that America needs to clean out all of the corruption that has been bleeding this country out for decades. Decades. In both parties as well. You think the traditional uh, Republican Party wants Trump representing them? Hell no. The traditional ones don't. The more libertarian ones, the ones that understand how corrupt politics can get, they, they side with him. But it, again, it's the whole establishment versus the people, right? They want to keep the people out of their politics. Trump is an elite in the business sphere, not in the political sphere. If you ask any businessman, they hate regulations and politics and bullshit. 
the GOP would rather keep the battle between the parties and give the Democrats a win here and there and go back and forth, a little sparring session, whatever. You know what I mean? They are afraid of him exposing the corruption that has been there and has stagnated for decades. As long as they stay in their comfortable, undeserved positions of power, they really truly don't care if the other party wins a small battle here and there, presidency. It doesn't fucking matter. Trump doesn't need votes for power. He's a billion dollar man. He already has power. He's extremely dangerous to the establishment. That's why they are trying to incite all of this violence and rebellion and get people to hate him and want him out, etc. It's it's a simple trick, you know what I mean? I would do the same thing if I was them, if I wanted that man out. I would do the same thing mainstream media, social media, all the motherfuckers are doing. Because they feel like there's a revolution of true freedom rising. Look at the amount of people backing our president. It's insane. I've never seen anything like it. That guy's a superstar. I've never seen... A, this guy's a superstar all around the country, my friend. And people love him. Are you telling me half or more of the people are like, are, are, are literally... Demo like, you say that Trump and Trump supporters are hateful, spiteful, whatever. Insert, insert insult here. You know what I mean? But they love him. They're just showing love. And they love all the Americans. And they're just fighting for America. And the fact that you cannot, you cannot process that... that, that that worldview speaks to how closed-minded some people can be. When you go to a Trump rally, it's all love. It's all love. Nobody's talking about hate this, hate that, fuck this, fuck that. It's all love. So just think about that before you talk shit. So this whole thing, a revolution by the American people and electing a, a non-politician to run the country with their best interests in mind, to drain the swamp, this is a revolution. It is a much more elegant and sophisticated one because Trump already holds a position of power in government. But there is still work to be done. And as you can see, big government and the mainstream media does not go out without a fight. Plenty of fights. Some motherfuckers are crazy. On the flip side, we also have to look at the reasons for why Marxism and socialism have become so popular with our fellow American citizens. Mostly young kids who don't know shit. Fresh out of the indoctrination uh, camp. If you understand the past, you can predict the future. So let's examine just some of the causes of the French Revolution. Under the monarchy rule by King Louis the Sixteenth, right? There were high taxes but no relief, high poverty levels and skyrocketing bread prices. This is in, is inflation. This is what we call inflation. When your dollar holds or your currency holds such little value that you have to spend more of it to buy the same thing. It's the same thing that happens with minimum wage, right? Uh, this is skyrocketing prices. If you raise a minimum wage, like, for example, what's stopping somebody from raising it to 15, 20, 25? Why not? Everybody deserves a, 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 a good pay. Why not $25 an hour? Oh, well, you know, it's that's kind of too much. Who said? Just use the same logic and extrapolate it across time. And there you go. We have inflation. All of a sudden, a fucking donut costs $10. And that's what happens. And all of a sudden, the, the dollar doesn't hold value anymore. Here, in a monarchy rule like, like with King Louis Sixteenth. Lots of power is given to government because it's a king. You trust them to collect taxes, right? And then allocate the money back to the best possible social cause. However, 10 out of 10 times, they will always take a huge cut from it and then implement the welfare horribly because of no private profit incentive. The government is the public space, right? The, the government is in the public sphere. Uh, and, and, and business and capitalism is a private sphere, is a private market. So this is the grand failure of socialism, and this is where a free market and capitalism prospers. If there's a risk of failure, then competition is much more ruthless, and therefore quality is much better, because you have to be better than your competition. 
The government has no risk of failure because there is only one government. So their products and services are always shit. As you can see with the U USPS. With the current generation or like if you go to like a fucking DMV or something. You know what I mean? You get like those. Like, people don't give a fuck because they're getting paid anyways. Because you can't go anywhere else. It's true. With the current generation of jobless Antifas and BLMs. There's a mass frustration about how the system is treating them or their place in the system. So let's look at the so-called systems that the masses are frustrated about. And on this podcast, I I want to see and, and, and see from like we have to understand how people are feeling and why they are feeling like that. We can't just ignore them and say, you know, although as much as I would like to just tell them shut the fuck up and do some push ups. Right. As much as I would like to, you have to also understand their frustrations and the root of their frustrations. But they are they are trying to how do you call it? They're trying to to overcome their frustrations by look. They're looking at the wrong place. They're looking at capitalism. They're looking at businesses. They're looking at you know let's raise the minimum wage. They're just giving more 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 power to the government. The government's the problem, but they don't understand because they don't want to put in the fucking work to get somewhere in their lives. Anyways, let's look at the so-called systems that the masses are frustrated about. The systems are the political system, economic, and the social systems. They, they all work hand in hand to make a poor, uneducated minority person feel like they are victims of a, a system. Everybody talking about institutional syst systematic oppression, systematic racism. You know, it's it's a very good it's a very good game as well. You know what I mean? For the politics, they make somebody make make somebody feel oppressed, feel like a victim, right? So they trick them into thinking that, and then they say, okay, now you vote for me, and I take, and I fix your problems. Except they'll never fix your problems, because then the politicians are out of business, and you don't need them anymore. They're going to prolong them. The fucking war on poverty has been going on for decades, decades. Trust me, they don't want to fix the problem. Understand that. So let's start with, when we talk about the three institutions that the people are frustrated about, let's talk with the first and most basic, the economic institution. Sometimes... You feel like you can't get money while looking at other people who easily get it, right? Especially on social media. And all this shit has just made all the feelings like 10 times with social media. You see people getting money. You see 18-year-old in Ferrari. You see this. You see that. And you're like, what the fuck? What's going on? You know, but you're, you're, you're far removed from reality. The reality is that most people are not living their lives like that. But that's all you follow. That's all you see on social media. So I can understand how people can be envious of rich people and how much richer they are than you. Because wealth is a status, and they are higher in the status hierarchy than you for this same for the same reason. You know, if they have more money, then they are higher in the status hierarchy. Money gives you power. Money gives you status. Money gives you the ability to roll up in a Ferrari, and a girl and girls can say, "Wow, that guy has money. That guy can provide me resources. I can be set for life. He must be successful. He must have a brain. He must be intelligent. He must have status. He must know people. All this shit. It contributes to to to, to status. So if you don't have it." You feel like you're missing out on something and you're missing out on access to one thing. And that is the number one priority of our species. Better mating partners. Right? If the the, the prettiest girl gets the mo the richest guy, essentially. The prettiest girl. You think <laughs> you think uh like nines and tens are walking around in Norwalk, California? A, a Northgate in, in fucking Norwalk, California? No, they're on a fucking millionaire's boat in Dubai. Okay, because they can they can they can afford that. That's that is their reality. You know what I mean? I have said before, like the 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 supermodel 
is as rich as the billionaire. It's just a different currency. It's a different currency. People don't understand that. So better status, more money gets you access to better mating partners. This is for guys, for girls, even like a status. It's kind of like a status thing, right? Instagram models, um, you know, getting pretty, whatever the fuck it is. Okay. But guys actually have a better case. That's why you have all the Antifas. Most of the motherfuckers are guys because they're losers. They're dorks and they don't want to get to work, but they want to overturn. They want to flip the system on its head because they're getting nowhere in their lives and everybody's doing better than them in their heads. So when you're at the bottom, this naturally frustrates you, especially if you've spent thousands of dollars investing in an education that was supposed to guarantee a sizable return on that investment, right? When you don't get a sizable return, who do you blame? God forbid you blame yourself because that's clearly not the way we, you know, we always have to blame the system. We always have to blame the, 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 the fucking rich white capitalist. Anyways, the social system um, and the frustrations with it. And this ties in obviously with the economic system and that status is important. If you're low status, then you cannot be free to pursue what you want, what you want and you want to become. Because when you walk into a room of important people with no reputation, somebody will always ask, wait a minute, who the fuck is this guy? Being in positions of power gives you status and more so gives you the power to influence those around you. This way you can tailor your surroundings in whichever way you see fit or usually that uh, a way that most benefits you. The political system and people's frustrations with it. Um, people naturally like they don't give a fuck about politics. Most people don't care about politics. They just care how influential politics is in the economy. That's that's it or in society, right? That's it. Politics is squeezed in between those two, those two, the, the society and the economy. Politics is the system that people aim to change or take over when their life doesn't go their way or when, when they're feeling victims. The hard path is making more money and gaining more fame on your own. The easy path is voting in a government that forces richer people to give away their money to you. It's very simple. If you want more government, you want more free things. If you are at the top, you vote so that nobody can steal from you. That's it. Of course, in a free world, all transfers of money should be voluntary and voting in a bigger, more progressive government means more forced transfers of money, which inevitably leads to frustrations. If a poor person voted in a, a liberal, you know, Democrat government and, you know, they're getting more welfare, whatever, whatever, they're getting their shit for free. But then once in five years, they start getting more money. And this is why we see many people transition from being liberal to conservative with with more money that they get you know further on in their careers they obtain more more resources whatever they have a house they have a family and all of a sudden they see their a tax hike right and all of a sudden they're like wait a minute i don't want i want to keep more of what i own and all of a sudden they're voting gop they're voting republican because it's just it's just natural if you don't have any money to give then you you want to be on the on the, on the receiving side of the money that's it if you have money you want to keep it so It'll never inevitably lead to, 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 to frustrations when there are forced transfers of money. We vote for the party who gives you either free shit or freedom. Unfortunately, now, even the Republican Party aren't even that conservative when it comes down to the amount of money uh, uh, of government spending. They just differ from Democrats in how they spend the money. So just remember, these three things are extremely related to each other. Wealth or economic power is proportional to society and social status. And politics is squeezed right in between those two. Politicians are normally not very wealthy, but they have a lot of social status in that they have a say in how society functions with the laws and such. In a corrupt system, these politicians have way too much power and therefore get paid millions of dollars by big corporations to adjust the laws in their favor, right? To 
to give them favors here and there. This keeps the rich rich and the poor poor. It's like minimum wage. Small businesses won't be able to pay that minimum wage. So they go out of business and who stays in business? The big corporations. So you're just contributing to the problem that you're aiming to solve. It's fucking backwards. It's backwards. Okay? Many people have the misconception that this blame lies on the rich because they are greedy. So they vote in more government to redistribute the wealth and be fair and all this bullshit. But the problem ironically lies with how big government is and how much power they have so that corporations lobby for that power. This is a vicious cycle bred from mass ignorance about how government and economics work. I recommend listening to Peter Schiff for the best insight into good economics. So there it is. This is why I believe the real revolution is the one that we have been in for four years already, led by one man who has absolutely no business in politics. He is trying to drain a very deep and very murky swamp. It will be hard, but not impossible. Pure capitalism is getting a bad rap because of these dirty politics and regulations and inflation that further widen the wealth inequality and give no no opportunity to people, hardworking people from the bottom. It's just simple. People, people have to go to get a job. People have to go spend tens of thousands of dollars on a stupid education to come out and they still can't get a job because education system just fucks them in the head. Okay. It's all indoctrination. Get a job. Go get a skill in high school. Go get a skill or something. Work for free an internship. People should be interning in, in high school, getting training for free or doing something. You gain skills on the job. I know it's easy to just say, you know, fuck politics and, and be done with the whole pick a side game because it, it is divisive. But at a time like this, when Christians are being persecuted all over the world, when the Chinese Communist Party is on the rise, and when America is rotting from the inside out with agnostic and atheist, Marxist and doctrination, it is important that the true patriots stand beside our president, beside our constitution, and mostly beside God. If we don't, the far more violent mob will consume America and pressure politicians and companies to bend to their will, kicking the silent majority to the curb. It really is time for the silent majority to be silent no more. I believe they've spoken, actually, as we will soon see with the true results of the election. I believe they have truly, truly spoken. So that's going to be it. Remember to read, be grateful for life, understand history before you open your damn mouth, okay? And sound stupid. Most people, if, if, if you don't know, if you don't know about something, it's, but, you know, come from an, come from an honest, honest heart. You know what I mean? Just say, I'm not sure, you know, and, 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 and have a, an outlook that like you're willing to learn, right? Don't necessarily believe everything everyone says. Like, for example, don't believe everything I say. Just look at the empirical evidence. You know, if something is in, in your head, in your gut, it says that that's kind of true. It's most likely true, but don't take it for, for, for fact, you know, double check. And if you don't have no interest in politics, history, economics, anything, then just kind of kick it. You know what I mean? If you didn't vote, you don't have an opinion on on, on, on the, the voting results. That's it. So understand history, understand human psychology, human biology, our purposes, our meanings, our drives, and stay red-pilled because it's a blue-pilled world out here. Red-pill everything. Peace. Mm -hmm.